All right, hey, what's going on? My name is Chris Hawkins, and this is your best life defined. So let's get right into this thing. So let me ask you a question. Is is happiness actually re- the reason you're miserable? And I guess, and then I use the word miserable because I'm, that's kind of a contradiction when you think about that whole thing, happiness making us miserable. And for me to imply that you're not amazingly impressed with your life, that tends to make the hair on most people's necks stand up. I remember when I first started out on my adventure to try and figure out who I was and the life I needed to live, or when I started on my adventure to try and discover my best life, um, I would get in conversations with people about their life and what they were doing and why they were doing it. But anytime I would question their choices, they would get kind of angry and irritated with me. They would say things like, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy. And you know, I think miserable is probably a strong term. It's probably not making you miserable. In fact, the reality is that it's pretty easy to be you and live the life you're living, if you think about it. You just grind it out. You wake up every day and you do the same thing you did the day before. And you'll do that for how many years until something major changes or until you're pushed into making some major change in your life, which happens to be something that we're facing right now with COVID-19. There are a lot of people whose lives have turned upside down as a result of this pandemic, and, and it causes you to think about it. But with all this time we've had, have you have you taken the time to actually think about how you truly feel about, you were, about the life you were living before COVID-19 happened? I mean, you're sitting at home and you're thinking about all the time you spent doing all the things you did and working for all the things that you own now and and for some of us sadly there is the possibility that all that stuff's going to go away or at least a good portion of it i mean regular hard-working people with two incomes have lost both incomes the unemployment's getting ready to run out and now we're sitting here at a point where all those choices aren't going to matter because everything that you have and everything you've been working for is going to be taken by the bank and that's that's kind of why i'm bringing this conversation to the forefront is because you know, we've often, or at least I used to think that being happy was the motivator for making choices. And But when you think about it, happiness is the byproduct, is the outcome of good choices. It's not something that happens and exists because it's not like you buy a car and you're immensely happy for the rest of your life for the whole time you own that car. No, happiness is an emotional response to an extern, external stimulus. So you buy a car and there's a feeling of satisfaction being the hunter and gatherers that we are of accomplishment. We feel accomplished that we've been able to buy that car. But but in doing so, the question we need to ask ourselves, or at least I started asking myself, is what impact does that purchase have on the rest of my life? And, And for the longest time, I was doing it just like everyone else. I would wake up in the morning, I would uh, go to work, I would have all my stuff, I would earn my income, my money would come in and it would go right out, and it would go out to pay for the life I was living. But where we got into a problem was that I wasn't happy. I mean, I I guess I wasn't pretending to be happy or maybe I just lost sight of it. But all of a sudden, I'm looking at this big house and all of this work. And I'm thinking to myself, why in the hell did I choose this? Of all the things I could have chosen to spend my time doing and to spend my money on, why did I choose to own a house that came with all kinds of work, including yard work and, and more than that, a big financial burden that actually limited my access to a lot of the things I truly enjoy. Owning a house, I wasn't backpacking and hiking 
every weekend. I wasn't riding my mountain bike every weekend. I wasn't out playing disc golf every weekend. What I was doing was working to pay for that house. And everything, every decision that I had made was geared towards that. Towards, and it was all based on my happiness level. I had a whole garage full of crap that I purchased to be happy that was now sitting in my garage and dusty ass boxes are piled in some corner or on the floor in the closet or wherever I had stuff stashed and it was everywhere believe me 43 years of this stuff and in, I guess it would have been okay if I woke up every day excited about not only the stuff that I owned but the things I had to do to get it I mean it's not so bad climbing to the top of a 14er because there's that's an adventure there is something in that that makes the struggle I face when I start out climbing that mountain that makes it worth it and and that's really where we're at I mean when you look at your choices there's a reason you wake up every day and you have to work and there's a reason right now a lot of us are struggling because we're out of work and we don't have the ability to make income But the question is, why did you make that choice? Did you make that choice because it's truly connected to who you are? Or did you make those choices because of the goal to be happy? See, in 1986, I bought a brand new Toyota pickup. Scrambled like hell to figure out how to get it done. I finally got my dad to co-sign for me on it. And the payments were $290 a month or nearly what I was bringing home every week. I was bringing home $320 a week working construction, driving an hour and 10 minutes one way to work. My wife, Sandy, was drawing minimum wage. So at the most, we were making $420 a week or what, $1,200 or $1,600 and $80 a month. We were barely getting by, but yet I went out and because I had this idea in my head about this new truck and how great it would be, I found all kinds of reasons to justify why I needed it. And the sad part was that I didn't get to experience any of that happiness because as soon as those payments started rolling in and as soon as that insurance payment started coming in, all of a sudden I didn't have access to any of the things I enjoyed because my whole life was encompassed by bills. I didn't have time to go fishing. I didn't have any. I was working side work to pay for that truck and to keep my head above water. But I mean, when we think about it, how many things do we buy because of our goal to be happy? And the other thing is, how many of those things are actually connected to who we are and what inspires us? I don't, I mean, if you're going to be in debt, which I'm not an advocate of debt, because debt is prison in a way. You owe people, you have to work and it limits your choices. But if you're going to be in debt, at least be in debt for something that fires your rocket. I mean, you know, this podcasting thing, I've got lights, I've got two cameras, I've got everything I need to do this, I've got the software to mix it. And the reason that I'm okay with the fact that I spent that money is because I'm getting my money's worth out of it right now. I, it's, it, it makes me happy to sit down and to actually listen to my podcast, which I do. I spend a lot of time listening to my podcast because I want to make sure that the quality is there. I want to make sure that what I think I'm giving you is what I'm giving you. And it's enjoyable. And even after this, even after I'm done with this segment of my life and I've decided that I don't want to do podcasting anymore or some other opportunity shows up, I will feel fully uh, I will feel completely like I have gotten my money's worth out of this. And, and that's really where the basis comes in. But it's not about being happy. If we just choose happiness as our foundation, which I used to believe when I first started out on this adventure to try and figure out what the meaning of life was, I actually started by believing that in order to be happy, you do what makes you happy. 
But there's a value aspect of that that has to be considered. I mean, because let's face it, there isn't too many of us that wouldn't mind spending every day sitting by a pool drinking beer every day. That would, you know, that would make me happy for a while. But it's not, it's not long-lasting. I mean, imagine waking up every day and going to the pool and drinking beer until 5 o'clock in the evening going home and, and the life you would live after that. Living your best life is not about being happy. It's about improving the quality, quality of your life and the overall experience that you have living it. I mean, it's cool as hell for you to sit and say, you know, I got a nice truck. And, and to have that idea in your head when you drive down the road that everyone who sees you wants to be you because of your great purchase. But the truth is they don't. And it's what happens after that. It's what happens after that decision to make a purchase based on merely being happy that really matters. I mean, there are a lot of people right now who are wishing they hadn't paid for that new truck. And actually, I'm going to tell you, because the economy's gone to crap and people are, there are opportunities out there. I walked into a dealership to have my uh, oil changed on my truck and the salesman came up to me. He goes, hey, listen, we got great deals on half ton Chevy pickups, 0% interest for 84 months. And, while I'm, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, is it going to make my life better? I mean, and granted, driving that fancy-ass blue truck with those shiny-ass rims and that nice interior, you know, I'd feel pretty good driving out of, the, out, of the, out of the dealership with it. But the truth is, what was it, what's it going to do to my life? What is the impact is it going to have on my life? And truly, if I bought that truck, I wouldn't be living the life I'm living right now. I mean, well, probably I still would be. But the point is, it didn't make my life any better. And when you look at all the stuff you've accumulated over the past 10 years, how much of that stuff was purchased, not based on the fact that it added value to your life or that it increased the access to the things you want to do, but rather it was a spontaneous purchase on the need to be happy. You know, it's easy to be getting late in the day, like four o'clock on a Saturday and you've got meat thawed and you just think to yourself, you know, hmm, let's just order a pizza. I mean, it's convenient. And it will definitely satisfy you as far as getting something to eat, and it will make you happy. But it's kind of contra, uh, counterproductive if your goal to live your best life is to save money so you can put it, put, it, put it towards credit card debt or alleviating your debt or maybe some grand plan you have for traveling to Europe or whatever your goal is. You see, that's the real difference right there. And when you take inventory of your life from the standpoint of all the stuff that you have packed in every nook and cranny of it, imagine, first and foremost, how many of those choices were made based on the simple desire to be happy. And then think about what impact your, it, would had on your, it would have had on your life if you had actually taken a minute and evaluated the reason you're making that purchase. I mean, it's... I don't mind the fact that I've, I've spent the money I have on my, on my fifth wheel in my truck, and it was a substantial amount of money because it's allowing me access. It's enhancing my life because it's given me access to the things I love to do. This wasn't a, I'm going to buy a fifth wheel because it makes me happy or because someone else is buying it or some sort of social pressure. This decision was a calculated decision based on the life we believed we wanted to live and the direction we were headed with it. And, th and that's perfectly fine. But in preparing for this, I looked at all that stuff, that 43 years of stuff that I had purchased. And in my mind, I had calculated how much money I had spent on that stuff. And more than that, how much of my life had been spent working for that stuff. 
And I realized I had, I had miserably, I'd failed miserably. I was, because I had all this stuff and while it becomes our identity, I mean, that, that extension ladder and all those tools and those boots and all that stuff I had stacked in the closet and all those clothes I never wore. It was, it made me happy to buy them. But it didn't really make me that happy when I started taking that inventory and realizing that how much time I'd given away. And, and that's really the measure when we talk about it. happiness is a temporary thing. Living your best life is forever. I mean, once we're here, we will, no one will ever be able to take these experiences away. No one will ever be able to take away the fact that we got to watch the sunrise on Cadillac Mountain in Bar Harbor, Maine. Or that we got to spend two months in, in Grand Rapids on the Grand River just hanging out, working out. I had a pool right there. I was swimming laps every morning my grandkids. These are things that matter and that actually bring lasting value to your life. And the truth is that sometimes the things you love to do or the things that make you happy and the things you do to make live your best life are not going to make you happy. It's It's... I mean, even right now, I just, I've been sitting here for an hour and a half trying to get a podcast done because I'm just, I wasn't content with the previous uh, takes on this. So I'm redoing it again. Does it make me happy to sit here and have to redo this podcast three times? No. But that's the struggle that I face because I believe by doing this podcast, I'm making my life better. I'm adding value to my life in the form of learning how to do something and pushing through goals. But more than that, I believe that by giving you a quality product, you'll listen to me and you'll actually start applying some of this in your own life. You know, I, I walk in the store and for the longest time, I would actually, we travel a lot and every time we'd fuel up, I'd go in the store and I'd grab me a Mountain Dew and a candy bar and a bag of seeds and I don't know, a, a Red Bull. I mean, I was just, just doing it. And the reason I was doing it was it was made me happy. I mean, you're on the road. All right, I want a soda. I'll get a soda. But the truth is, it's more than that. The, the issue is, does it make my life better? When we got to tallying up the amount of money I was spending on convenience stores, I was adding another 20% to every, to every, every fuel up that we stopped because I was grabbing stuff to make me happy. When I went back to the foundation of what this whole thing about is about, I decided or I realized that this is about living my best life. And consuming those dead calories and, and the caffeine and spending that money actually did nothing to improve my position, did nothing to improve the quality of my life. But I'm, And I'm not telling you not to live. You're going to live. You're going to make your choices. But I just want to remind you that if you're basing all of your decisions on your happiness, you're going to get there. And you probably are already there. I mean, if it's likely that you've already sitting at a position to where when you compare the amount of available cash and the amount of available time you have available to make big choices, big life-changing, living your best life choices, there's a good chance you're not even close. There's a good chance that the disparity between the amount of money you make and the amount of money you spend is just a small amount. And chances are you probably don't have more than a, a month or two of income in savings, if that, considering that we've been had, had the country shut down for nearly two months at the point of this podcast. So again... I'm not advocating that you don't do what you love. In fact, that's what I'm pushing towards. What I'm advocating is that instead of allowing happiness to be your sole guide for the choices you make, 
that you put a little more into it than that and you ask yourself the tough questions about does this choice make my life better and or does this choice make my life worse what's the long term beyond all the hype and joy and and anticipation of some new thing or some new event in your life because that's really the only way that you're going to be able to get where you need to go. This is about defining your best life. I will never own a new vehicle. And if I didn't need this big truck to pull my fifth wheel, there's no way in hell I would have bought it. And the reason that I did was the same reason I bought the fifth wheel. The same reason my wife and I decided this was the lifestyle that we were going to choose. And we followed it. It was because it enhanced our life based on that definition we had set for what our best life looks like. And I know it's just pennies. I know that that cup of coffee is pretty satisfying every morning on the way to work from Starbucks or wherever you buy your coffee. But that's seven dollars. That's seven dollars that you're gonna that's gonna be gone times five days times four weeks times fifty-two weeks times three hundred and sixty-five. That's a lot of money that can go someplace that's not and granted it doesn't make it's not gonna make you happy to save the money. You're not gonna be saying, Oh yeah, save seven dollars and fifty cents. Whoa. But it will make you happy to know that you have that times a year of savings and you look at that bank account or you look at that savings account and because you've defined your life as being something more than just being happy being better you can actually say you know we're almost there we almost have the money for that thing that's going to enhance our life and that's that's really the foundation it's a simple process but we've been distracted i was distracted for a long time and i still get distracted every once in a while But the difference is now when I get this idea in my head to make a purchase that's going to cost me money or to make a decision that's going to cost me time, instead of just jumping into it because I'm eager to feel happiness and feel the joy that comes from that experience, I step back and I do the evaluation based on a simple premise. Does it make my life better? Is it supporting my goal to live my best life? I don't know. It makes sense to me. It didn't always make sense to me. And I've had a little trouble conveying this message. I'm not telling you or advising you of what you should and what you shouldn't do. That's up to you. You are you. And you. And the idea is to build your best life around who you are and what inspires you. I mean, it's, it's easy to do stuff and it's easy to struggle through the stuff you need to do when, when you value it, when it's based in who you are. That's why you see me keep pushing. I'm on podcast this is podcast number 37 i haven't missed one in 37 days and i don't plan to because i am inspired by what what it will create for not only me but for you and it sets a goal it sets a standard that not too many people can meet so getting excited about this um i certainly hope you're doing well if you're not doing well again you have to set your standard you have to define who you are you have to be able, this is the opportunity covid 19 is not always a bad thing granted even if you're facing major struggle it's still not a terrible thing because this is an opportunity for those of you who are facing major changes in your life to redefine it to say you know what screw this i refuse to do the shit i did last time i'm going to do it much better i'm going to do it much better and i'm going to make it fit who i am and i will never allow myself to be in this position again tough lessons but uh even tougher than that would be that we don't learn from it so 
Anyway, listen, I really appreciate your support. For those of you who continue to tune in, thank you very much. I would love to hear from you. I'm on Podbean. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on uh, iTunes. Um, You can see me on the internet. As I mentioned, we're videotaping these two. So if you want to watch my old mug talk to you, that's great. I'd love it. But just let me know what you think. I mean, I would just a brief comment. It sucks. It's great. Hey, keep it going. Don't keep it going. Just to hear from you. So until next time, just remember... Today's your day. Make it a good one.